You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about podcast. A podcast. Very many Monday chunkies. I'm Carter. Dosh. Zoom just asked me if I'm playing music. <laughs> what did you was, say? How do you answer that? It's not letting me. <laughs> I'm Jordan, and I was so good that Zoom thought that was a recording artist. Zoom heard those sounds and was like, that sounds like what I know, and that's music. When I was hitting my recording artist notes, though, which I, I always feel like that's a fun thing for Doge is usually one of the first to get ears on, actually, if I harmonize, because I mute myself. <laughs> so what Zoom was telling me is like, hey, you're muted. Just want to let you know. <laughs> Just that little sure thing comes aware. up. I was like, hey, no one's going to hear Guys, this. Guys, it's Zoom was looking at me. It was weird. It was like, are you a model? And I was are like, you a model? I mean, sometimes, yeah, but not for right now. Not <laughs> right just, now. I'm just the hot guy on our podcast. I didn't know that Zoom had some sort of like music integration. And the fact that at that point, Zoom was like, are you trying to share your music with the world right now? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you trying to you trying to shake those tail feathers? Are you getting down with some <laughs> oh, good <man>. tunes? <laughs> <laughs> wild. I love it. Oh, man. Talk about wild. This episode. So, Chunky's just to, to remind you here. If you came here for that uh, archaic, that old classic Mini Monday vibe with the games and the news and stuff like that, you're not really going to get dead. it because, because it's gone. <laughs> it's dead. Uh, it's, probably, <laughs> it's, it's probably somewhere just creating its own reality. But I'm right now, this reality vitamin C right now. is... WandaVision, as we go through WandaVision. And episode four just happened. A deuce. A true deuce. A true deuce. This is about the time that I start acting like I don't know what's going on. Like more than how I normally don't actually know what's going on. <laughs> so that Jordan can interrupt and get us started. But it is kind of tough to know what's, go <laughs> what's going on right now. Uh, we have a simultaneous many questions answered and many, many new ones. It's true. Many, many new questions. But uh, I think we should just dive straight in. Yeah. yeah. That's I think fine that's, with me. I think Let's that's just great. dive straight in. Let's dive straight in. Um, I was not expecting to see the, the anti-blip, the reverse blip. <clears throat> the blop. The blop. I was not expecting to see the blop it's in actually this. actually the pilb. 
<laughs> I like Pilb, I think. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to see the Pilb in this episode. I mean, no, me neither. Yeah. I mean, who would? But starting there was so reminiscent of the beginning of Endgame for me for some reason with Hawkeye's yeah. family. Like starting with that Pilb of Monica just sort of like materializing. Yeah. yeah. And all I could think was, it's a good thing there was nobody in that chair. Right? That still doesn't answer a lot of a lot of the questions of a pilb. Where it's like, yeah. what if somebody got snapped while they were on a plane? Right. Yeah. You know, did they just materialize back in the air? And Ooh, what if they were scuba-ing? Scoob? What if they were watching Scoob too? What if they were watching Scoob though? They're That's so worse. Like it happens to still be on when they're back and they're so <laughs> disappointed. They're so Or they were so engrossed they just couldn't get back up again. They stayed. Uh, hey so, guys, here, here's our money. Yeah. This episode is an immediate flex of hearing all of the news about how this is a $25 million per episode show. Oh, sure. yeah. They're Holy. just like, hey, you guys remember how Endgame made just about every dollar that there yeah. ever was? Here's us a little here, taste. Yeah. Us here in the in the modern world can have a fear sometimes if something that was a wonderful, highly produced movie gets turned into a TV show. Uh, and sure. you wonder, is it going to feel the same? I'm I'm here to assure you. Yes. Any Anything that the MCU will come out with, anything that Disney will do. We've already kind of seen that with The Mandalorian. We mentioned that in one of the first episodes of WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, we're good. We're fine. It is, going this, to look, it is going to look and feel just like the effects that you would see in the in We the, hadn't in the actually seen the Pilb at all. The, the Unblip? Yeah. Sorry, the Pilb? Yeah, no, I guess we hadn't. Oh, we in, any, anybody in any MCU movie? Mm-mm. We hadn't yeah. watched anybody do that. There you go. Because we've only had yeah. one since Endgame, and it never happened in Game, and it didn't happen in Spider-Man. Probably because they spent all their monies on spaceships and fully CGI'd characters. Yeah, you know, I've always thought that the problem with Endgame is that they ran out of enough money to do that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, this episode at times felt more like TV than the MCU to me. I agree. And I think it was the acting. I I, I honestly think it was the performances. I, I think that Monica Rambeau was great. I think Jimmy Woo was just as good as he was in Ant-Man, which was unfortunately not very to me. Dude, I love Randall Park though. I, I thought that was that really he was so really funny. Fun. And I loved the little the little like magic trick to get his ID card in his hand, the one yeah, that he's been yeah. trying to work on. I yeah. love that. That's such a fun callback. Yeah. I don't know that his performance is really anything to write home about. No, here. but I think yeah. I think Randall Park is always is always cast to bring some levity to a situation. Like, sure, I think that but is do we cast set. him because we want him to feel like he's reading? I don't feel like that for him. There was a couple people I did feel that with. I don't feel the, that the, with him. Okay. Agree to disagree on, on, that's on fair. him. That's uh, fair. Sword Director was rough yes, to me. Yes, dude. That's the, the one was, that I was like, no thanks. That performance did not feel movie quality so to me. So wooden. Yeah. He, do, we, do we have any history on him? Do, 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 do either of y'all know anything about this guy? I don't recognize From his comic name. books? Part of me from is comics like, or from movies. I don't know the the character or the actor. Yeah, the MCU, much less anything that involves a Wanda Maximoff or a uh, you know Doctor Strange, like the, the anything that's time and reality building. I'm so skeptical in the best way of like as I'm watching, I'm like, if I see someone who's not a good actor, like this sword uh, head honcho, I'm just like, is he a fabrication? Is someone controlling him? <laughs> right. Like, should I be paying attention? Is he doing things to like screw some of this stuff up? Is he you bad know, is on he an purpose? insider? I think the MCU but Monica has knows established. Him, yeah, sure. Like she knows him. He was second in command until her mom died. Uh, and her Could mom also be also, a long play. 
her mom also was Captain America or Captain Marvel's best friend. I want to make sure we're all tracking yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, but I think the MCU has established such a pattern where it's like when we see that character in the past, that character is played by Robert Redford or like Glenn yeah. Close or like, you know what I mean? That we've got these like kind of big name icons that are are playing this kind of mentor Glenn leader Beck role. Or, Glenn you know. Beck, exactly. Quentin Beck from from <laughs> Beck the Musician. But all of that to say, this did feel like a pretty notable departure from that formula. Take me to sword, I'll I, protect joy. Something else that's tough that happens, and it's almost like this meta experience, is because so much of the show does lean around the uh, acting style, like an older acting style of it feeling very... Just like, here's my line. Like, there's this rhythm. We talk like this. Right. And then to come back and jump immediately into a real world and then also kind of integrate the other one back, which I'm sure we'll get more of of having heavy heaps of the two, uh, have you looking at how people are acting in a, in a different way. Because it's so yeah. fresh, right? It's like just there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's, there is something. One of my favorite things about this episode is when we jump... So the the reveal that you have to watch WandaVision on a TV from the era that it's from is very cool. Um, Doge, we get your favorite MCU character of all time, Darcy back. Hey, guess what? I like Darcy in this. She's great, right? I think the problem is the direction. Totally. Uh, in the first two Thor movies. Kenneth Branagh needs to stay away from Kat Dennings, apparently. Yeah, no, I think she's pretty great and pretty charming in this. She is absolutely untenable and unwatchable to me in the first two Thor movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. She's less annoying. She feels a little more in control here. I, I yeah. think Kat Dennings is fun. Um, yeah, but she, she's great. So the reveal of all those TVs is fantastic to me. But what got me, and it's actually my super pump for the episode, is the aspect ratio transforming and the colors transforming when we are coming in and out of yeah. outside the bubble to inside the bubble. And it's getting my hopes up. I'm calling my shot now, but I'm hoping for some reality bending as we are watching the meta narrative is we're flashing through all the time periods and Wanda's controlling it to fight somebody. And it's, you know, four by three and then it's widescreen, then it's HD and then it's color, it's black. And we're yeah. just oh, all yeah. over the place. Fine. So Wanda, so Wanda fighting somebody. I have a theory. Yeah, uh, tell me. That I started thinking, I I wasn't able to watch with Jess before we recorded last week. Mm-hmm. So we, I watched it again, like pretty much as soon as we stopped recording. <laughs> um, but I, so we've talked before about how this is going to tie, uh, they've released that this is going to tie directly into the events of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And they've also said that Doctor Strange is cast in the Spider-Man sequel that apparently has every Spider-Man uh, who's ever been bit by a spider in it? I still think it's archive footage, but whatevs. Even if it is, though, like I think that that we're probably setting up a three, what would ordinarily be a three movie arc, like a multiverse arc. Uh, but the first movie, I guess, is WandaVision. Yeah, cool. And I think Wanda's going to be ultimately the villain of that stuff. Uh, okay. And we're gonna we're gonna end Doctor Strange two with her pulling a reverse House of M. Because it's when House of M, Wanda said no more mutants, which erased all mutants from existence across all time. I think she's going to say, yes, mutants. <laughs> she's going to say, yes, please, more mutants. Another helping of mutants, please. But I think that's how we're going to get the X-Men into the MCU. Um, you think it's that far away? I do, yeah. I think it's, it's because that's the end of 2022. I mean, Doctor Strange comes out next I guess year. I not that far away. Yeah. Yeah. 2022 sounds like the Jetsons, but that's like, 
11 months from now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that Wanda is going to, I think this series is going to end with Wanda officially being on the opposite side, like crossways with sword. Yeah. You know how I mean? do you, how do you feel about, and I totally get that. And I think I'd be fine with it. Cause I was picking up a little bit on that too, that she's going to be, um, she feels menacing right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like in a, uh, kind of selfish way. <clears throat> but I guess it's supposed to be layered because it's tragic. Like her life sucks. Yeah. And so she's like, she just wants this. But Dude. like, how do you feel about uh, the roller coaster ride of first time we saw her? She's pretty much a villain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now she's good and she's like destroying the big bad if he didn't rain down hellfire from his ships, right? But now she's bad again. Like, is that, does that get exhausting? Like, is this, if, if she comes good again, is it yeah, like, I don't hey, know. Let's, so this let's is chill. where this is where the MCU differentiates itself from comics in a sense to me. So like in comics, you get those arcs where people flip flop, and it kind of doesn't matter. Like it's yeah. it's sort of it's canon, but it's not, and it, like people get over it very quickly. But something the MCU does better than the comics a little bit to me is gray area and like characterizing villains in a way that not that they're necessarily always sympathetic, but just like you can sort of see how they got to where they are or where they're coming sure. from. Yeah. Uh, I think even yeah, he's Thanos, a great medium for that too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You get more time to develop the why of what's happening. And I think that that, that may, I mean, that's why we spend so much time with Thanos talking about his home planet and the destruction he saw and how horrible it was and how in his mind, he's trying to save the rest of creation from going through that same thing. Yeah. Now, obviously we watch him in the same way we watch Wanda and go, Wanda, this isn't it. Like, this is not how to fix this. But as we're watching it, we're going, but man, like, you've got it rough right now. And I think, so un- Undead uh, Vision in the living room was startling yeah, was and rough. awesome. Yeah. But it reminded me of, you remember when those like edgy comics would come out for a while? Um, there was like a, a DC series where it was like undead lanterns and everybody was a little like oh, yeah. zombified. Black and like that. Yeah, that reminded yeah. me of this, uh, or this reminded me of that a little bit where it was like comics, like it's comics turn to get edgy now. Like yeah. it's our time. It's our time to get edgy. <laughs> but but not in a bad way. It just visually, it felt like something I would see on a t-shirt of somebody that would be like, I like vision, but I like zombies too. But, but like zombie vision from Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. But I think the effect was intentionally startling and I think it worked really sure really yeah well. and I, yeah. I'm loving watching Elizabeth Olsen try really hard to not let reality hit her yeah you know what I mean not Dude, let the actual truth of the situation break and through she she was my biggest bummer for this episode simply because there wasn't enough of her yeah like, we didn't get very much I want yeah. more yeah it I, I don't know if there'll be too many more during this season of WandaVision like establishing other character like sure. heavily establishing well, and we other needed it we needed it. No, we definitely needed it. Yeah. It, this felt like, it, you know, I think I had said maybe episode one about three weeks ago that I was like, this kind of feels like Lost to me. And I don't remember if y'all ever watched Lost. I didn't. I did But not. Lost Lost would do this. And I think I even referenced that it was like, um, just out of nowhere, you'll have the introduction of an entirely different world. Uh, even though in this one, like we knew that the real world was existing simultaneously um, at some point. But yeah, it's... I think one of my favorite, uh, maybe a super pump for this episode is the, because we actually have seen a handful of movies, uh, not just in like the history of movies, but recently of 
what does that plane, what does that line look like when you start to step into a different reality? Like Annihilation did a really cool job of it. It's yeah. just like this undescribable blob. I even think of like Frozen 2. It's just fog, right? And then yeah, we right. end up going into this world that doesn't have anything. I absolutely love the RGB, like the the red, green, blue. Yeah. Like you're close up on a screen. Yep. Yep. That that boundary. Super cool. Dude, this is giving me major annihilation it's vibes so in a lot cool. of ways. Um, yeah. But that, you're right. That bubble, like the manifestation of that separation of realities, that's the the most up my own butt sentence. I'll say this whole episode, I promise. But <laughs> that bubble that does look like your eyes pressed up against an old CRT TV is yeah. so cool, man. I yeah, very love much. that. You're dead on, Carter. Yeah. Hey, and you know what else so is fun. dead on is the middle of the episode, which is actually, oh. um, it's going to be about right now, which means it's time to make that cash money, baby. <laughs> what, like 80 cents? For yeah. This? We're not going to make anything. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guys, uh, as as we jump into the back half of the episode, RN, bing, that's the sound of me winking at Doge. Did you ever know that winking makes a sound? I knew that try was. It. I knew that just was. Just try it. Bing. Yeah. Mine bing. crazy. Mine makes a different sound. Mine just goes wink. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> um, I I can't believe we didn't do this in our last episode when we actually had literal characters being born on the episode. I do oh. want to quickly just play a little bit of uh, a little bit of a star was born with my friends just very quickly. Speaking of last episode, I do want to jump jump out on record and say that we're idiots, dumb oh, yeah. idiots, and yeah, yeah, forgot yeah. that Forrest Whitaker was in a Marvel movie. Oh yeah, we got called out on that. We sure did. Uh, we deserved it. We deserved. I think it. we got canceled over that. Is that we what canceling is? A lot of people left. A lot of people left, but that's okay. It was a very There's kind canceling. I don't get why people are complaining about that. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah, he's very clearly uh, in Black Panther. So, guys, I've got two birthdays for you. Okay. Kay. Two people that were born today. Not, well, they were born on this day, February 1st. <laughs> nope. Today, you committed. February 1st of, uh, and I'll give you the years when we get there. One second. Uh, if you haven't heard A Star Was Born on this here podcast, I uh, give the year, I, I give how old this person is turning today. And then within IMDb's credits, I'll tell them, uh, I'll tell these boys how many credits this person has on IMDb. And remember, it can be actor, it could even be director, composer, producer, writer, things like that. I'll tell them how many credits they have. They take uh, three random shots at a credit. And based off of those credits, uh, they have to guess who the actor is. This actor was born February 1st, 1994. Ooh. Ooh. So he is turning on this day 26. Nope, 27. 27. I got to start thinking about that 2021. Turning 27 today. Uh, he has 62 acting credits and will only count 61 of them. Mm, yes. 58, Doge? Yeah, let's go 58. Gucci 
men's tailoring campaign. I'm glad that's one of the ones we're counting. That's cool. When you yeah. he was in a commercial. Out, he was in that's a commercial. super cool. That, that's one of the ones we're going to count. That's awesome. Okay. He has um, 60 something. 64, we said. 61, I thought. Mm-hmm. Which? Um, 61? No, there are 61 of them. There are 61 of them, yes. Are you saying you want to go 61? Uh, let's go like 60. Sure. Juicy Juice campaign. Ad, ad campaign. This is the title of a music video. Come on, man. Good grief, dude. It's called Golden. Did you know IMDb rates every music video just about? No. Like with stars? Yeah. Wow. This, this had an 8.7. Golden. You want to go 50? Yep. Let's go 50. You couldn't have guessed a better one there. Dunkirk. Harry Styles. It's Harry Styles. Happy 27th birthday. Born in Dallas. Te- I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> born actually in Bromsgrove, Worcestershire. Uh-huh. That's some, somebody just made that up. Harry Styles, happy birthday. Can I 27. express how deeply, deeply frustrating it is to know that Harry Styles and I are functionally the same age? Yeah, Harry Styles is like two months older than me. So I he still looks, have time to catch up. He, he looks older <laughs> in a good way. And but and also younger, more more uh, more lithe and ready to rumble. Um, he's just so much more handsome and successful. Uh, but he, I do I, I rest so on this. Much I do more. think he would like me. Yeah, I do. Maybe think he would. He and I would be friends. I mean, he does listen. Um, yeah, he's a big fan. Harry's always like, actress. Harry's he's always on our like, Discord tier. <laughs> Harry's Up on always Discord like, to talk to Harry Styles. Hello, I love it when you review the movies. I. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's that cockney. No, that's what he, he's always like. Oi! You're right. You I know love better. it. Happy birthday today. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> Became Australian. Born in 1987, so she is turning 34 mm. today, mm-hmm. and she has 32 acting credits. We will only count 27 of them. Let's go 25. Yeah, uh, actually, we'll count 28 of them. Do you still want to do 25? I do. I do. Yeah. The voice of Sonya Blade. On Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. this is... There's at least one person listening who's like, are you kidding me, guys? You don't know that? <laughs> it's easy. It's right there. Uh, mm, 20, perhaps? Sure. 20. 20, it's him. Yeah, yeah. Number 20, please. The movie Mile 22, starring Mark Wahlberg. Oh, my God. It's 22 whole miles. It's 22 miles. I just want to talk to him. Oh my God, that's almost a marathon. <laughs> it's over a marathon, isn't it? Oh my God, that's more than a marathon, maybe. <laughs> You're trying to tell me I can get a sticker now? How many are we let's counting? Go, let's go 17. You want to keep going Ooh. back or go forward? I was going to go whatever the most recent is. Okay, how many we count? 26 of them? I thought you said 28, right? 28, uh-huh. You want to go 28? 28. Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Not she a commercial, was, she just She was there. just there, yeah. I thought you were about to actually say what it is. She's in... The 2019 film, Charlie's Angels. As is this a, Kristen Stewart? No way uh, is she 34. Right? Yeah, I bet she is. You Hold up, though. Let's just take a moment and not forget the other thing, the other clues we have. Do you think Kristen Stewart is the voice of Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> it's like the whole goal is to like find her first, like even yeah. convince her to fight because she's just in the— I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I can't think of another person in that Charlie's Angel. I can't. Either. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all one more. I, okay, I'm gonna give y'all options. Like I can either either give you one more credit or I can tell you the role she plays in Charlie's Angels. 
Well, I haven't seen Charlie's Angels, so that's not going to be helpful to me. You don't I know don't that? Think I don't think the one more credit is going to be helpful to you. All right, sure. Okay, I want to yeah. hear the role. I want to hear the tell, role. Tell me who she plays. She plays a fight instructor. I mean, is it Ronda Rousey? I think is it's she Ronda 34? Rousey. I don't know. Who knows? But she's a punch or, girl. Or what's the girl from, what's the what's the name of the, the lady from Mandalorian? We went, okay. We went with her most recent credit, right? But yeah. Mandalorian would be more recent than the 2019. Well, but doesn't, doesn't IMDb categorize it by the earliest that the seasons would have happened? Yeah. But Mandalorian came still out after? December 2019. Okay, let's go Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Round, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Happy 34th birthday. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah. Ronda Rouse. Ronda, Ronda dear sir. Uh, if you had said like credit five or six, I think it was, that's Furious 7. Maybe that would have helped. Wow, she's done that much since then? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, they're actually, they counted a handful of, of some of the stuff that she has done for uh, playing herself in anything that's WWE. Right. Like uh, yeah, that's cheating. voice acting and things Dude, like that. Dude, that's funny that she's in Mortal Kombat. I actually think that's that great. Funny. Let's talk about this though. Harry Styles and Ronda Rousey share a birthday. That's fun. That is fun. I like that very much. There it is. But yeah, that was our stars that were born. Uh, do you think, because we have at the end of WandaVision, the two of them holding their uh, newborn, quote unquote, twins, will they remain born? That sounds really morbid, but like, are, I don't are we so. walking out of this reality? Can't, is, is Wanda capable though of creating something out of thin air? Like a life? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I don't think the I, twins will stay. I don't either. Can I just say the answer to that question of I don't know? I absolutely love that about her. Yeah, I love right. that you have no idea really what she can do. That's a good point. And I loved I seeing that. again, I had no idea how much I missed actually seeing the manifestation of her powers. So when yeah. we go back and we see what happens after the cut scheme, blast cut scene, that wall. Yeah. When she's coming after Rambo and those, those scarlet orbs are just like growing and growing. My goodness gracious. Hey, I, I, she's I, awesome. Here's something that's interesting. Now that we're talking a little bit about like what her powers might be leading to and talking about things like House of M and all of that. I'm wondering if we get mutants, is Aaron Taylor Johnson coming back somehow as Quicksilver? As Quicksilver? That would I make me know. really happy. It'd be I, think we gotta be, I think we have to be careful. And I know it's the comic book world and people sure. keep coming back. Somebody needs to stay dead. Like yeah, I, sure. I, I think they need to stay dead. Um, but that would be awesome. I'm just saying I do love X-Men the character without Quicksilver, Quicksilver in general. I feel like they should have Quicksilver. But what what would be interesting also I don't know. is- Quicksilver doesn't quite feel like a an integral part of- No, I'm not saying I that. I can I'm picture an saying, X-Men team without Quicksilver. I can as well, but I'm saying if we have him, is it more interesting to have Aaron Taylor Johnson come back as Quicksilver or somebody else gets those same powers? Well, if we go and somebody else gets those same powers, we could do Speed, one of her children. Like Wiccan inherits her, her chaos magic and Speed inherits her brother's super speed in right. the comics. Something that I'm not too worried about uh, because the MCU does uh, continually impress me with how it just gets to introduce new characters and find some way, uh, if they intend for them to to be meaningful, to actually make them meaningful to the storytelling. Um, it does feel like with our current phase, what is it, phase four? Are we in phase four? We just started yeah. phase four, yeah. Like, uh, it feels like we're our introductions are heavy on teams. Like, we're not just getting one person. We're getting like... Four and five. and Because like, uh, is it Eternals or Immortals? Eternals. Eternals. And again, that might be like a prequel. I don't know. I, since they, they kind of feel like they're the first superheroes, so I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But then also, isn't Fantastic Four in this phase? 
or not? Uh, they've announced that John Watts, who's done all the Spider-Mans, is making a Fantastic Four. Okay. But I don't think they've said when it's releasing. Okay, gotcha. I'm excited for that. Very much yeah. so. Yep, yep, yep. And then when we have X-Men and all that kind of stuff, it's like there's a ton. And we have lost some and we're probably going to be sunsetting characters, but… Well, yeah. I think it would be smart to… For the X-Men movies, just while we're on the subject, I think it would be smart for them to keep the X-Men a small team for the time being. Like, during the initial sure. introduction and first little bit, I think it would be wise if the X-Men was a pretty bare bones team. Let's go with our starting roster of like four or five X-Men from the first X-Men comic. I'm totally down mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. Talk about like… The, the the casting for those characters is going to be really important. Oh my gosh, yes. Because there's there's three that I can think of, you know, even excluding the the Jean Greys and Cyclopses of the world, but like Professor X Magneto and Wolverine, like recasting those three. Yeah, how do you recast that? That, that each, uh, outside of Wolverine, is obviously Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman alone. But those other two roles have had two good actors play them. Like, two great casts, yeah. Both, yeah. both iterations we've had have been wonderful. Right, and you probably That's look tough. across the multiverse and see, oh crap, we already used Benedict for Doctor Strange. You know, it's like, but he yeah. would have been a great Magneto. It's like, who's left? I know there's tons. Brian Cranston. Don't use Army um, Hammer; he'll eat everybody. Dude, that is so <laughs> weird. I don't want to talk about that. It freaks me out too much. Um, Can we talk about the reveals of the cast members? Yeah, and who we don't see. Yes. That feels huge. Yep. Yeah. I, did y'all know any of these names? No, they these say are just, this is actually blank. No, these are just random shoot, people. Like sword boys and girls. Yeah. Okay. So we think they're all sword. That's what they're saying. They they're all sword employees. Like they've they know these they know these people because they're in the sword employee database. Okay. I, I thought that they were just I, I thought that they yeah. might have the capabilities to not only do the sword employee database, but like the world database. For some reason I wasn't putting that together either. I didn't think they were all sword employees. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, I saw the sword logo on the letterhead, which is probably a dumb reason to assume they are employed by S.W.O.R.D. Yeah, I yeah. thought they were just doing facial recognition on these people, but maybe not. Yeah. We got nothing for Dottie or Catherine Hahn now. Nope. Like, we, we don't know who they are. Yep. That feels okay. intentional. Yeah, it does. I just wanted us to not get through this episode and not talk about it. Right. Do you want to give… I think just give, to mention it, we don't have answers, right? But I don't think anybody right. has answers. Sure. But… I do want to we have to say that we to, acknowledge it. There are several people who reached out to us who were like, you guys said you didn't know what the beekeeper was? I think it's somebody in a hazmat suit. And there's no version of a hazmat suit in the 50s reality. So he's turned into a beekeeper. There it is. Uh, lots of people amazing. reach out to us with that. Dude, you know they who nailed you are. That. You, were, you were right on. That's exactly what happened. Good job. That's we didn't really know that. Good. Did not see that coming at all. That was really cool. And just to see the transformation of it. So there's like… That in the helicopter. Wanda the is so thing. powerful that even though it does appear she's just in almost complete control of this reality there are some things that can still slip in. It's like she's spreading herself so thin that she can't really be the chess player in all of it. Yeah, because she's lost in her own she's lost in her own alternate reality. And yet what? the reality itself seems to be a little bit self-sustaining. Like she's created a little ecosystem that's working on itself. Yeah, I think one of the most interesting things we get from an episode that is saturated with interesting things uh is is Vision's awareness at the end. Mm -hmm. That's my super He pump. feels he, this was the moment that I thought with you, Doge, and, and Jordan, you might not have vocalized it, but you might feel the same of Wanda kind of becoming villainous and, and maybe staying that way to where we have to get other members to actually have a fight with her. Right. Is uh, I was feeling, Vision feels trapped. Yeah. yeah. Like I was feeling sorry for him. It, it almost, I, I can almost see a scenario of like, hey, um, let me die. Is that like, Vision or is that Wanda's subconscious manifestation of who she remembers Vision to be? I think it's 
I but think he it seems is so aware. He seems like does this know. vision remember being Jarvis? Because Wanda wasn't there when he was Jarvis. You know what I mean? I think that's that's just what I kept wondering while I was watching. Does this vision that's remember? Funny that he does. He does make jokes about basically being a computer, though, in the first episode. Well, sure, but I think he's a computer even when he's not Jarvis. I'm saying, does he remember helping Tony Stark make an Iron Man suit in right. 2008, or does his does his existence begin and end at the edges of Wanda's perception of Vision? Zoinks! Hey, well, it's, what was uh? We got a zoink on our, out of here. By the way, we do have to zoink on out of here. I have to think of what 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 did Jerry Lundergaard say? Ah, heck. He had heck and then he had uh, Gizo Pete. No, I can't remember what the other one was. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll find him. But yeah, I think you're right. I think we are taking Wanda a villainous route. And I think it's going to be real similar to what Game of Thrones did really well in the early seasons where we would watch like, Daenerys. like, like Tyrion and Rob Stark or something interact with each other. And we're like, ooh, you guys hate each other, but I understand both of your motivations and I want you both to succeed. So I don't know how I want this to shake out. Right. Well, it, the MCU does it really well often. You know, yeah. we we just had a conversation about the X-Men. Like Magneto is one of my favorite characters in all of the MCU yeah. because he's so layered, right? Like the moment too, you're like, oh, he is also a survivor of a concentration camp. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Hey, so stop I'm typing. really not meant to hate him so much. All you chunkies, stop typing. We know Magneto's never been in the MCU. Back off. We get it. Carter was sorry. just using the MCU as an umbrella. Relax. The universe of Marvel. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just I mean, using I it could, as an umbrella. We could get some movies that effectively recanonize the the Fox stuff as MCU, a different a multiverse within the MCU because Disney now owns Fox. So, mm. yeah. Which does technically make the xenomorph a Disney princess. I swear we've had this conversation. I, I feel swear like we, we have. have to, I feel like I've said that sentence before. In my realization that y'all are starting to recognize the alternate reality I've made for all of us, <laughs> I'm just going to start us back over at this point. Yeah, perfect. As if you don't remember. Okay, perfect. Carter, I, I really need you to end this. I end it? Yes. Okay. All of them. Speaking of Jordan under his breath telling me he needs me to end the episode. <laughs> let's end the episode. Uh, to end this episode, okay, I want you to, uh, with, with the uh, aha moment that we've had, well, that someone gave to us, of the hazmat suit turning into a beekeeper suit. By the way, okay. still impressed. Very good. Yeah. Give me something from our modern day that somehow makes its way into WandaVision's TV world? And what would it look like in her world? So likely something that did not exist. We'll use the same scene. So did not exist. And I think at that point, it was the Bewitched series. So that would have been like 50s. I'm Carter. And, you know, it's tough to do something funny because I'm starting to think of how fascinating a lot of these things would be. <laughs> right. Of like right? a car making its way through and just completely changing. Uh, so Betty White has somehow managed to uh, have a moment of like, oh, like seeing the guy going into the uh, little manhole cover. Mm -hmm, sure. And mm -hmm. she comes across um, and it's just Betty White still. It's just. Right. Yeah. Unchanged. Betty. Unchanged. Yeah. unchanged. unchanged the, river the river of time flows through Betty White, just only unchanged. smoothing her like a stone. Forwards exactly. and backwards. <laughs> I'm looking at my, oh, I'm Doge, first of all. That's the most important thing to know about me. Second mm -hmm. most important thing to know about me is that I'm looking on my desk right now. I have a little Spider-Man bobblehead. I'm picturing, I'm, I'm just standing over a manhole cover. I drop that in, and then in the WandaVision reality, out shoots a teeny tiny, fully alive, fully articulated Tom Holland, <laughs> but he's stuck now. And it's my new Ooh. show coming soon to Disney Plus called Honey, I Shrunk the Tom Holland. <laughs> so, I'm Jordan. And I'm walking uh, to my friend's house uh, near the neighborhood. He's never played 
uh, a PS5 yet, and I'm bringing mine to show him like the cool stuff that it can do. Uh, except for that, I trip and spill all my PlayStation everywhere. Oh no! And I hate it goes when that through. It goes through the portal, and it's just a ball in a cup. Oh man, this <laughs> used to suck. <laughs> it's just a ball in a cup on a string. I love that it reverted all the way back to a ball in a cup. <laughs> it's just a ball in a cup. Is all it is. Have you guys played cup ball yet? The haptics on the cup are out of control. <laughs> it feels like you're there. It's got adaptive ball. <laughs> adaptive ball. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.